0: to Momslay University podcast episode two and I'm so excited to have my guest today Crystal but let me tell you guys a fun fact today (laughs) is the first day that we met in real life (laughs) (laughs) in real life because we have known each other for how long have you guys been married
1: oh my gosh eight years eight years but I've known about you way before program
0: way before like probably when I had L or something yeah like crazy
1: she was the first little baby I saw on his computer. Yes, because yeah.
0: he when he came to the baby shower and he took so many pictures and then okay, yes. Yeah, so anyway, Crystal's husband, Keyshawn went to the bb leadership program with myself and Jacoby, and that's our little story of how we know each other. Mm-hmm. Today is the first day that we actually met in person, and I'm so excited to have you today on my, as a guest on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, so Crystal, tell us a bit about yourself. Give us a little rundown of spiel,
1: how we can find you, and just a little summary. All right, you guys. Well, I'm Crystal, and um, I'm a wardrobe stylist for sports media. Um, Primarily, I work with Fox Sports. I'm also a freelance wardrobe stylist for, you know, people who need a little help yes. in that area. Um, of course, mom of two, little boys, married, um, just loving all the things, yeah. fashion, family, fun, food, nice drinks. I'll have a, a I bit drink. I wish we could have a drink today, but I know. Kind of well, early, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe next time. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So how long um, have you lived in Charlotte? Let us. Let me know that.
1: So we have lived in Charlotte for quite some time, and it's hard for me to get a total number because we lived here for a stint for probably like maybe since 2000. And okay. So it's probably only like a year and a half mm-hmm. that we lived here, fully at first. Yeah. And then we moved to Kansas City, Kansas. Uh because his job and um it was actually the day after we got engaged so i was committed to the relationship you were committed (laughs) (laughs) that is real commitment oh my gosh so um we lived in kansas city for about another two years maybe and then moved back to charlotte so we've been in charlotte for a very long time a little stint in kansas but then back home yeah
0: i love charlotte so much like i really want to move
1: back here i lived here with Elle. Um,
0: when I was doing a BB&T um, program and then we moved to Winston and then we moved to Carrie, well, Garner, and I want to come back here because oh, yeah. I love Charlotte so much. There's
1: so much going on. <laughs>
0: There's so much to do, so much going on. I'm a city girl, and I just love fast-paced environments, and I feel like Charlotte gives you the fast pace, but also it gives you slow if you oh, need yeah, slow Oh, yeah, for living. sure, so. for sure. All right, so let's take a dive into our very first question, Ooh. and that is, if you had to share the lecture notes on your life, Briefly, what
1: would they be? Oh, uh, well, I have a really, really good <laughs> <laughs> life lesson that I've, <laughs> l- I've learned. I've learned a lot um, in 36 years, but um, pretty much be resilient, mm-hmm. you know, be um, advocate for yourself Mm -hmm. in all aspects of your life you know being a mom pregnancy advocating for yourself there definitely but also advocating for yourself in your workplace right yeah that's very important and then advocating for yourself personally oh yes that's oh my gosh yeah I agree with that so much and one thing that I always um, make sure that I tell myself to do listen retain whatever it is like each and everything is a learning lesson mm-hmm. in life. So um, just make sure that you listen to people, right. because you, you just never know. You know, you never know. You never know. You never know. Seriously, never know. and um, pretty much learn how to live on your own. Live. If anything were to happen to anybody,
0: mm-hmm.
1: can I do it on my own? Can you do it by yourself? Can I do listen. it? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> that's so
0: important. I talked about that a little. I wrote a Facebook page and a a Facebook post talking about how I grew up in the city and I practically raised myself growing up. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, this is so weird. Like, I wish someone was there to teach me to try different sports or different things in life. But I know that... When you come from the city and you have kids, you're raising them in the suburbs, they, you give you are blessed to give them a different lifestyle. But yeah. also, you want to make sure that they have that independence that mm-hmm. you spoke about, just exactly. being able to um, live on your own. So I totally agree with you there. That's a really good point. Um, if your motherhood journey was a course,
1: what would be the title of that course? <laughs> when you <laughs> <laughs> told me about this, I was like, hmm, what would it be? But I actually had to think about it mm-hmm. and think about the things that – really really define me and at that point I was like oh my gosh that's it self-care ah, self-care and it. what is it mm-hmm. what is it what does it mean to me what does it mean to you yeah. it's different for everybody right that's like, so true and it, it may not even be like bubble baths and you right know, all of those little things that's what everybody thinks about yeah. instantly but no <laughs> like I just want to sit and do nothing. Mm, I want to sit and you. do nothing <laughs> or I want to sit and just have something on in the background whether it be music, TV show mm-hmm. and just zone out. Like maybe yeah. that's what I want to do. But trying to figure out what self-care means mm. to you. I love that. For me,
0: um I would say currently in this stage of life for me, self-care is going to therapy once a month and just working through my childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. And then to speak on your like doing nothing, I, every weekend, I want to do nothing. I have been jam-packed with soccer, travel soccer, but now I want to lay on the couch. Like I'm already thinking about it when I was driving here. <laughs> I was like tomorrow I'm laying on a couch and I'm turning on Netflix and I'm doing nothing. Yeah, The kids can fend for themselves. Absolutely. So I totally agree with you there. Yeah. Okay, so what would the cliff notes be for this course? She kind of gave us, a bit of the cliff notes Mm -hmm. just like knowing what self-care is to you
1: do you have any additional cliff notes that you would give to us to our listeners people just need to realize what makes them happy Mm -hmm. right if it's being on social media that's fine but sometimes we got to take a break yeah we definitely need we (laughs) got to take a break from we got to take a break okay (laughs) and I think Living in reality will help people hone in on those things that really, truly make them happy. Mm -hmm. Because when you get on social media, um, listen to me, a content creator, (laughs) talking about social media, but you have to take a break from it Mm -hmm. and live in reality and live in the moment because with With, social media, you can get into that mode like comparison. Mm -hmm. Am I doing enough? well, this person is my age and they're doing this or, you know, gosh, can I like at least get to X point, you know? And it's, it may not be something that you're truly comparing yourself to, but Mm. there's always little things there in the back of your head head that Mm -hmm. you just, you know, you just need to take a break. And also apart from seeing other people's lives, right. That you may like or or aspire to do or be, You also get into like that nonsense of social media, right? Like, I mean, and I politics, you know. Oh my gosh! Things, the sob stories, like there's (laughs) only so many that I can take. (laughs)
0: Think, I
1: feel the same way. Like, I was like, is there something emotionally wrong with me? But like,
0: please go away. No, (laughs) but really,
1: really, it really is because emotionally, I am drawn to people, right? Mm -hmm. So stories like that really hit me. In a different place yeah and i start thinking like oh my gosh is that gonna happen to me oh my gosh Uh, like you know all of those things so even like with the news in doses i can only take it in
0: doses (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) like i mean and i hate to be that way but that goes to another point that i'm gonna make about protecting your peace i was just about to say that like but you have to protect your peace absolutely (laughs) absolutely and i mean i travel for work so there are a lot of times where I have so many different things going on, and mm-hmm. then I have a lot of downtime by myself. Yeah. Of course, it's not comfortable time because I'm <laughs> in a hotel. But, right. you know, I'm by myself, and I need to find ways to make myself happy, make me, you know, want to really be. Yeah. You know? And, of course, I'm away from my kids. I'm away from my yeah. husband. I'm away from my own we'll probably home. Probably get that mom guilt. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, okay, I got to take a break from that. I got to figure out what, what's going to be good for me right
0: (laughs) i think that's so important just like you said because if you're traveling and you're looking on instagram and for we can use me you see me i'm home with my kids all the time Mm -hmm. like dang i miss my kids yeah you know what i mean but you take it in doses and know that you know everybody's life isn't your style so do what's best for you so Mm -hmm. i think that's so important that you um notice that and that we're talking about that today um okay after your completion hold on oh okay so after com- after your completion of this said course, what would you be your final grade and why? What would you give yourself as a grade on your course that you just spoke to us about?
1: My grade on self-care would probably be an A-minus. Okay. Like, I feel like <laughs> so I'm, I'm there, there, but there are more things that I can do to improve. Mm-hmm. Like, room for improvement, you know? Yeah, I think it's um, always good to leave room for improvement. Yeah, absolutely. I think even just like being a mom i feel like my two boys have two totally different personalities right oh my gosh, yes and like one is super chill but like my little one he is like a fireball <laughs> and always energetic always all over the place you know but his moods are up and down and i'm like man like wow <laughs> so when i feel like i've mastered a moment mm-hmm. with either one of my kids i'm like uh-huh yep but i got it i got it <laughs> But then There's something like, happens, <laughs> and then I'm like, "Well, damn!" Like,
0: uh, "Okay, I'm learning." learning. No, it's fine. Oh, okay, we're adults. We're, okay, we're good. All right, <laughs> just making sure. The <laughs> kids, I mean, they—my kids—hear me say minor curse words. So, if you're listening
1: in the car, it's cool. Ear muffs. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, no. I think little aha moments. I feel great about, but also just more room for improvement in yeah. anything. I love that
0: okay so i know we talked about um self-care what are some other things that you do to relieve stress
1: well i <laughs> funny enough i look at my kids mm-hmm. to relieve stress. like when i'm around them yeah i just like have so many things going on in my head I, I have a lot of things going on in my life and when i look at them yeah i just see like a moment of clarity, right? Mm-hmm. Like like your why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, aside from that, like, you know, prayer, mm-hmm. God is important. I love that. That's my friend. That's the homie, you yes. know. <laughs> Got to have a conversation with him every now and then to kind of bring me down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then aside from those things, like, of course, I have Ratchet TV. I have <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> yes. I have um, shopping. You know, that's my favorite thing to do. Okay, yes. And um, I also love to work but when I'm working on styling my clients, mm-hmm. Like, I create these little move boards with, like, outfits and stuff. Um, That really gives me peace, and it calms me down because it's something that I love to do. I was just about to say, because when
0: you're doing something you love, I know that you're just
1: probably, like, just in the moment. Yeah, like, the last week I was working on something for a client, and I was up to, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. My husband was out of town, and I had my youngest in the bed with me, and he just slept the whole time (laughs) while I was up. I was up to 2 o'clock. Yeah, but you were just, like, in the zone. I was zoned out. (laughs) And I was
0: having a good time. And that's a blessing to know when you have something that you're passionate about and you love. And for you, you're living. That's your job. Mm -hmm. That's your career. You're Mm -hmm. doing what you love so it doesn't feel like work. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So that's a blessing in itself. Okay. What would you say are some of your greatest grows or glows of um, motherhood? And you can feel free to elaborate.
1: Yeah, I think for me, um, when I was pregnant with my second child. Mm-hmm. I I remember I was in the bathroom. Oh my god, I'm going to get emotional. No, oh, it's okay. But I was in the bathroom with my oldest and I was just thinking about, wow, like how is my heart going to get big enough? Uh, how love an additional child?
0: How, you know?
1: Yeah. And for me having that moment like okay, I can love somebody more mm-hmm. than him, or at least enough like him. You know, yeah. I I have the capability, I have the capacity. My heart can hold enough love for both of my kids. Right, like that was like the biggest thing for me, because I had two cesarean sections. Okay, my first one was very traumatic. I had no no nobody t- nobody talks about ces. Don't talk about C-sections.
0: Like, and some people plan them like they're just like, yeah, yay, I love them. Like, like, like how.
1: Let me make sure my makeup ain't right. It looks good. Um, But um, nobody talks about C-sections. It's like taboo. Like, oh, we got to have a natural birth. Like, you know, I got to be super strong. I got to do all these things. And yes, I wanted that, but it didn't happen for me. Mm -hmm. So from going from that unexpected experience to having it be a planned cesarean because of, you know, those V-backs and all that. And then I was over term. So um, and then my age played a factor in it as well so my doctor was like you know we're gonna go ahead and schedule and then because I had all of that anticipation right you know like it's not like when you know that you're gonna go into labor at any moment right you never know but you just had to wait you know you had that waiting game like you know the next morning (laughs) at 6.15, I'm going to have another person. Right. And I know the way that it's going to play out. Like, I'm going to go in that room. I'm going to be sitting up. I'm going to be looking at all the people looking at me. And that's very eye-opening. Yeah. But for me, knowing that I was able to, like, grow my heart bigger, bigger, just great. And aside from that, like, now with them being older, I really and truly am trying to hone in on our blackness. Yes. You know, like oh my gosh. little yes. boys. I mean, my boys are fair, light-skinned young men, young black men. And um, they have a lot of friends that don't look like them. Mm-hmm. And I try to make sure that, especially with the six-year-old going into kindergarten, first grade, yeah, I want to make sure, like, hey, buddy, like, what kind of friends you got? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, <laughs> like, what color is, you know? Yeah. This person. Oh, I just want to make sure yeah. things like that. Like yeah. I just want to make sure and and I talk to them about the color of their skin and I make sure that if he's on a tablet and he sees, you know, the white families mm-hmm. on there, I want him to know, hey, there's black families on YouTube too. Let's right. find you somebody that mm-hmm. looks like you. Because representation matters. Absolutely. <laughs> so just making sure that, you know, I'm trying to be very cognizant of that and not that our parents didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Because they did, in a way, but it was because they had to fight, that's you true. know. Now it's like, okay, I've got to make a choice. Right. Like, I've got to teach them about the history because, one, oh it's not gosh. being taught. It's not being taught at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I just want to make sure that they know that we come in all different colors. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm talking about black people. We right. come in all different colors. Yeah, that's but what, I was with you. <laughs> <laughs> we. We come in all different <laughs> colors. And, you know, you know we just got to learn about ourselves Mm -hmm. learn about our hair their hair is curly they have big hair you know yeah learn about your hair don't let anybody touch your hair oh my gosh i have the same talk (laughs) um i have an example so l i
0: have l went to like a christian a christian school and she would wear braids because she just had you know she has curly hair um, but she came home one day and she was like, I want straight hair. And I'm like, I don't even wear my hair straight. I've been mm-hmm. wearing my hair curly all the time. She's like, I want straight long hair, like such and such. And so I was just like, oh, my God. I used, I wore it straight a little so that, that made me want to make sure I wore my hair more cur- curlier around her so that she can embrace her hair. Or then we figured out that she loves braids with beads at the end. Mm-hmm. So having those kind of talks and finding those books, I found a book called I love my hair and I'll never forget it and it talked about it was a little brown girl and she had curly hair and she just talked about no it was called I love myself Um, it's a little brown girl she talked about her curly hair, about her nose and all those kinds of things so like you said just making sure that your kids see themselves Mm -hmm. in the shows that they're watching the books that they're reading because we are in an environment I mean you know A lot of people are living in the suburbs so it's more of our other counterparts that they're playing with right Um, so I had the same talk with Maverick I'm just like um, you know I know that your friends are nice but I also want to make sure that they're good people so I asked them like do your friends talk about these things right just because you got to ask your Mm -hmm. kids questions oh yeah I grew up in the city so all I saw was black people my kids are not having that experience so it's also a learning experience for me to just kind of figure out how do I teach my kids how to maneuver in this situation that I did not have the privilege, I didn't have this situation. Yeah. I have the privilege of being around black people, black business owners, black doctors, and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's so much being the mom, right? Yeah. You know, it's just like so many things that you have to keep in the back of your mental that you're doing. So I think that I love what you said, and I feel like everyone can relate to that. Um and just like you said, your kids are lighter. My kid, I'm lighter than all of my kids, and it's so funny because Axel th- said I was white one day, and I was like, "I'm black. What do you yeah. mean?" He was like, "You're not black. Daddy's black. You're white." And yeah. Like, well, my
1: <laughs> Keaton, my oldest, he's like, "Mommy, you're kind of like peach," and I'm like, "I'm <laughs> mm, not peach. <laughs> like, I'm it's, black. It's definitely not giving peach, <laughs> right?" Mm-mm. Peach is the girl on Mario. <laughs> yes, you thank know? you. Like, peaches, peaches, peaches. <laughs> yeah, that's constant replay in my house.
0: I, right oh now. my gosh, we went to see that and it was like the best movie ever. <laughs> okay, so all right, let's. I'm gonna reel us on because we can talk about our kids yeah, all day. day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so how would you describe your parenting style? Since we're talking about parenting,
1: oh, um, very easygoing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm not dealing with an iron fist or anything like yeah. that. Um, but there's structure obviously in our household and um, I just we just try to learn from our mistakes right that's that's all we're doing I'm not I definitely do have a little bit of that old school like (laughs) in me because you know my mom my mom and my dad's generation it just you know I just know it so I have a little bit of that Mm -hmm. but you know I'm a little bit more lenient on some things but I definitely we have structure yeah I love it gotta have some structure okay
0: share with us three missteps that you've made in your business or your career that you will never ever do again
1: it's funny that this question is being (laughs) asked because I'm actually dealing with something like this like now with work so I mean I think basically not taking on so much of the workload mm-hmm. like if you feel as oh, black women we feel like we've got to oh we got to hold the fort Damn. down like do everything <laughs> yes. right and i mean my my entire team is black and we work very very hard um but it's almost sometimes where i just personally feel like it's something that i need to do yeah. you know like i've got to do this or i've got to be if they, if i don't do it then it won't get done mm-hmm. but no, in actuality like <laughs> They're very well capable of doing it. Like, you just need to let go a little bit. Like, just let go. And, you know, also in um, life, and I've learned in other positions, like, covering for people Mm -hmm. is definitely not the vibe. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't help anybody. But um, so that's one thing that I've learned. And um, just, I've said it before, advocating for yourself. Yeah. It's in every aspect. Like, that is, like, my 2023 forward march. Like (laughs) (laughs) Always advocating. Yeah, like, I have definitely learned a lot from not being as assertive Mm -hmm. as I should be. I'm a very casual girl. Like, I'm chill. Mm -hmm. I'm not, like, super hyper, anything like that. I just go with the flow. And sometimes that can be... To my detriment, a gotcha. little bit because yeah. I'm too casual. I'm like, mm, I don't really got time for that. Right. I don't really have time for that. So that's like my my way of not dealing with a lot of things. But sometimes, and now we're going, <laughs> we're going, know, we're going after it. <laughs> that's yeah. right.
0: I love it. Ambitious, advocating, always. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how about this? think about your workspace. And I know that you travel a lot, but tell me what you love about it and what can be improved about your workspace.
1: Oh, I mean, I just love being able to show my creativity through my TikToks. Oh, (laughs) thank you. Um, Right, because there are different aspects to my job. Like one, I am a mom, okay? That's Mm -hmm. one thing that I do. And next, I am a style content creator I'm also a wardrobe stylist in sports media. So like <laughs> there are different jobs that I do, right. But I love being able to, you know, put on my creativity and just express it for people to see. And then, as far as my styling with work, I'm just happy that I'm even in the in the place. yeah, you know, like it, it was a dream come true to happen for me. and Sometimes I have that imposter syndrome, like, uh, is this really my job? Yeah, like,
0: how did I get here?
1: Like, because you worked your butt off, yeah, that's how. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm the head of wardrobe at Fox Sports in that
0: Charlotte. That is amazing. Kudos. Wait, let me give you a round of applause here. <laughs> thank <laughs> okay? you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That is awesome. I mean, but, you know, like, why do we do that? Yeah. Why do you feel that it couldn't be you? If not you, who?
1: Right. <laughs> you <laughs> why? know? Why? I don't know. I don't know. But I think... um yeah i don't know i'm just i really thank god all the time for like my experiences and the things that i've been able to do and yeah. it took a lot for me to get here and you know i i don't know mm-hmm. i just love i love my job i'm very passionate about That's fashion awesome. i'm passionate about style and really and truly like i love helping the people because stylist. Contrary to popular belief, (laughs) we are more than just, like, clothes putter owners. Right. Just putting these clothes on. (laughs) People will shelve out so much to you. It's like a therapy session, probably. It is. It is just like a therapy session. And you have to be there for people. Like, no matter what you're going through, you have to be there for them and help them put their, you know, best appearance forward yeah um so that they can go and have a good day or have a good show right like if I am not in a good mood at work and we're five minutes to you know rehearsal and my they're not looking good in their outfit well that's not going to be good for television (laughs) right so things like that like I just have I love my job so much that I know that I have a responsibility Mm -hmm. and I, I just love that Give us just, like, a brief overview of how you got to the point that you are now. Like, how did you start
0: in the fashion industry? Just in case there's someone listening, and they're like, man, how did she get there? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. How did you get there? (laughs) Oddly enough, I went to school for business. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, rewind. (laughs) I was a dance major in college. um, And I did it for a couple years, and I got to a point where I was about to – I think I was a junior. And the lady was – telling me in my like one-on-one session. She was like, you know, I think you're getting to be a little too big. You need to... Um like do something else like what else do you, what other kind of dance do you like because this was ballet jazz modern like gotcha you know they wanted you to be a stick then. yeah <laughs> and so and I mean I wasn't even I like I, I was like not even <laughs> that like you know I'm getting there <laughs> but back then when I was in college I would probably weighed only about 120 pounds right oh my god so oh. I only weighed about 120 pounds and for her to say like oh you need to do something else what else what other kind of dancing you would like to do and I'm like well dang like
0: yeah mm, I mean
1: I like to dance at church and she was like oh you should do that and I was like oh, what And I can't uh, you know okay I'm like, I'll make a career out of this, <laughs> but you know like I thought I was gonna do something else yeah um and so past that I was like you know I think I'm done with this mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to do something else and at that time had no other really like goal plan. Like, I just knew I wanted to dance. I knew yeah. I was, wanted to be creative. So I um, went into a career path in IT, okay? Oh. Like, <laughs> so I like, graduated well, here. with a degree in management information systems. I mm-hmm. worked at an insurance company for probably about two years and then chunked the deuces on them because I could not talk about War- World of Warcraft anymore. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. I can't imagine. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. The Cube life is not for me. Yeah. It's Bye. Horrible. So I moved home um, with my parents at that time, and I lived at my parents' house. How was that? As an adult. Yeah. Okay? For two years. Sometimes it can be a blessing. How do you feel? I feel like in hindsight now it's a blessing, right? Because it was a setback for a setup, right? Right. And, um, I mean, I met my husband during that time, (laughs) so, you know, everything was great. Um, But I think that moment and those things propelled me to be, you know, a little bit tougher, Mm -hmm. have thicker skin. the grit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, after that, you know, like I said, I met Keyshawn, my husband, and um, he was like, yo, I'm going to move to Charlotte. And I was (laughs) like, sir. And I mean, this was Alabama. Like, I'm an Alabama girl. I'm from Alabama. That's where me and my husband met. So I'm just like, no, I want to do my fashion thing. Like, I'm going to New York. So if you want to go to (laughs) Charlotte, you can go. And then he was like, well, okay, how about I go? And then if you want to come I'll see you there and I was like okay so after <laughs> I did like a couple fashion shows back home mm-hmm. I was like okay I think I think it's time I move with this yeah. boy. yeah so we moved and then after that I started working um, at a boutique in Charlotte And then um, one of my other friends, she was working at Nordstrom Mm -hmm. at the time. And she was like, why don't you come up to Nordstrom and get a job? You know, more clothes, more this, more that. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah. And they had a styling program. So I was like, oh, cool. Like I can be a stylist. Like me thinking I can just walk in there and be like, hey, I want (laughs) to be a stylist. Give (laughs) me a job. And they were like, "Mm, no, you got to start on the floor just like everybody else. Oh, wow. So I had to start on the sales floor. And I did that. Got enough clients to come back to me, and people just were like, okay, well, you can be on the stylist team. So I was on the stylist team, and then my stint in Kansas City, I was on the stylist team at the Nordstrom there, Mm -hmm. so I was able to transfer, and then when we moved back to Charlotte, I was on the stylist team again, but then I was like, I'm bored. Oh, Okay. Like, hmm. like the people weren't peopling hmm. for me. <laughs> Got <Gotcha>. you. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, let me just see what this management thing is mm-hmm. about. So I was a d- the designer manager at Nordstrom. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm, for quite some time. So designer women's apparel. Okay. And um, I headed what they call the designer triangle, which is like the bags, the shoes, mm-hmm. and all the the clothes, all <laughs> the things and um i did that for quite some time and i almost had about 10 year stint at nordstrom oh, wow. and i was like okay this is no longer fulfilling me gotcha and i had already had one kid this was coming into covid pre covid okay yeah. and i was like okay let me figure out what i want to do so it was pre covid and i was pregnant and i was like man once i have this baby like I think I might dip out on Nordstrom one <laughs> thing about me if I'm not feeling it I'm gonna go yeah like I'm gonna give it some time and it's gonna be thought out mm-hmm. but I'm gonna have an extra strategy have that strategy but <laughs> I was like okay I'm gonna go back after my maternity leave and I don't know how long it's gonna be yeah. but I'm gonna leave yeah but luckily for me and I thank God for this moment I was still there to receive the blessing uh-huh. there was a lady that I had been um reaching out to for years ever since I moved to Charlotte right because I wanted to be a stylist mm-hmm. so and she's the bit pretty big stylist here in Charlotte what well, was at the time and I was like well let me just reach out to her like yeah. so I've been in communication with her she knew me she hadn't I hadn't worked with her mm-hmm. but she knew my work ethic and I would see her come into the store nice and I would work with her in, in the store mm-hmm. and um, one day she and my counterpart um, that works with me at Fox Um, He called me and he was like, hey, I have her here. Like, you know, she wants to talk to us about an opportunity that we could probably do. And I was like, oh, great, great. Like, come on up. Yeah, Talk to me about it. So basically she was the person who told us to reach out to um, the vice president of production at Fox here in Charlotte and was like, hey, like,
0: these people are
1: it. If you want a new wardrobe team, they can head it. (laughs) So, um, that's pretty much how it happened. Wow. And you know, people hear, you hear people say all the time, like, it's not about what you know, Mm -hmm. it's about who Who you you know. know. And I think that is definitely true, but it's also about what you know, Mm -hmm. like your experience, your life experience. Like I had all of that past. That's so much experience (laughs) to like, get me to the point where I am now. Yeah. And I feel like it. W- it's a perfect timing. And I think that people just see like the now. Mm-hmm. But hearing your story, all the steps that it took to get to this point. Like yeah, I mean, there's so much, like I've just been through so much. I was a blogger, okay, back yes. in the day. I
0: remember your blog, like a uh, mirror. Mirror check, yeah. yes. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I had like, I used to post like almost every day. And that's when like thrifting was cool. I mm-hmm. would do like thrifting and things like that. But then like, I fell in love and it stopped. <laughs> um and then instagram happened and so many things so now i feel like i'm playing catch up in that aspect but this as the styling aspect of my life has definitely like really put it's the pedal to the metal like i'm here at this point i've arrived definitely not where i really want to be at the end Mm -hmm. like but i'm good you're good yeah
0: you're amazing and you're awesome Mm -hmm. with at what you do oh thank you so Thank you for that story, it's very inspiring. And I'd love that you talked about from dancing to styling, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? People just, like I said earlier, people always look at the now, they're like, oh, she's this and that, but think about all the steps that Crystal had to do to get to this point, so kudos to you. And back to when you said, why you, because, look at all (laughs) you did, look at your work ethic. Like, you did that, so. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. All right, before you leave us, Tell our listeners what kind of passion projects you're working on and where they can find you, like on
1: social and everything like that. Well, my passion projects are Instagram and TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Instagram and TikTok, follow me (laughs) on Instagram. I'm Crystal Me. It's K R Y S T L E M I I. And on TikTok and YouTube, Mm -hmm. um, you can find me at mirror check. So yeah, that that's all I'm doing. That's all. That's it. But you're just it's not all. It's what you're doing and you're loving it. Yeah, so that's I think right. that's so awesome mm-hmm. about that.
0: Okay, before you leave, I feel like as moms, we're always on the go, we're in our cars. What song are you currently listening to that you would add to our Mom's Slay mix?
1: Girl, you're gonna hate <laughs> me when I say this. <laughs> but like, I used to be a music girl, but now you're not. Just turn on the radio <laughs> and get me to my destination. And oh my that's gosh. It. But for my friends and like, my family that know me really, really well, they mm. know if you turn on Bobby Brown, <laughs> you're it's in. It's over with. Give us one Bobby Brown song that you're just like
0: the first song you might put in. If you had to put one Bobby Brown song on, what would that song be right now?
1: Oh. My favorite Bobby song? Yes. Um, <laughs> my, maybe it would probably be on our own, like from the Ghostbusters soundtrack. Yeah. Like, oh, I know.
0: I have to yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep.
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i'm not gonna sing because this mic is too crisp this mic is too crisp to catch it and i don't want to get i don't want to get fined for some of these songs <laughs> yeah yeah but that's it that's okay. the song yeah
0: if i had to put one mom say song because so for me i love music i listen to whole albums like i need to listen to the entire album i don't want to skip three songs of course i'm currently i love the beyonce um oh yeah renaissance album so i'm actually loving the new remix with kendrick lamar
1: so you know i haven't i haven't listened to it completely oh like like they said like i'll listen to it if it's available to me but i'm not mm-hmm. now i did wait for the beyonce <laughs> renaissance album to come out and i listened to the whole thing at that moment like i love it, it. oh yeah. yeah i thought it was good flow of the beyonce- yeah songs. and i wore the album out yeah at, <laughs> when it first came out but you know like as, if i'm actually physically going <laughs> to the car in the car putting on music i'm just not or sister. like it'll be a moment where I'm like hmm I haven't heard this song in a very long time like, gotcha. listen to it. so I will tell you what those songs were okay there was a song by Cisco is love enough <laughs> it just came to me one day and I was like I want to hear that song yeah
0: I don't, I don't think I can think of it on top of my head but of course I love Cisco he's from my hometown Baltimore Maryland so. yep
1: so that song and then um, actually there's a song by um, this band called <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing make me laugh? <laughs> because I, I you know, I don't know, but I can't remember, but it was like the nineties or two thousands and um it was called He loves me, he loves you not. I don't know. I don't know. I am weird. Weird. I feel I'm like I you. know what you're
0: talking about.
1: It was it was like you can patch a pretty lips, something like with temp you can try to tempt him with a sweet kiss, you can fletch a pretty eye. I'm going to have to find it. It's like, (laughs) you know, like people probably won't even know that song. But for some reason, like when I was in third grade, like that. That was your song? Yeah. (laughs) Not even third grade or when I was in third grade. That was like middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Weird. I'll find
0: it and add it to the mix. Don't be warned. I don't know what it is. (laughs) I'm going to try to
1: find it and I'm going to text you and see, confirm if that's the song. Yeah. I probably could just send it to you after this. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be like deep in the archives. Okay. Of music.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, I just want to thank you today for coming to the podcast. I appreciate it. I'm so excited I got to finally meet you in real life. Yes. In real life. And I look forward to just maybe when I come to Charlotte, we can hang out a little bit more. Yes, I've only been trying to say that every time. I know. So I'm so bad. I'll come to Charlotte and I don't tell people I'm here. I'll just like come to do something and then dip because uh, it's a three-hour drive. Mm -hmm. So um, I have been, I think after COVID, I've been a little an anti-social bubble but that has never been me i've always been the person that wants to do stuff and hang out mm-hmm. and so i'm finally breaking out of this weird awkward space of just like being secluded and alone oh so. but that totally <laughs> makes sense i know a lot of people like that now. yeah like, i think i think COVID really affected me then with this you know really made me want to stay away mm-hmm. because it just enhance my OCD (laughs) of germs. Yeah, no, (laughs) seriously. So, yeah, but thank you so much, Crystal. I appreciate you, and I look forward to hanging out with you soon. And thank you guys for tuning in today on the second episode of Momslay University.
1: Thank you. Bye.